0: Hello and welcome to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Chris Schaefer and today we're going to talk about Google Ads. We do that every single day. Today is no different. We are continuing on in my greatest build of a, of a Google Ads topic ever, I think. That's something where I am going through the principles of Google Ads point by point. This is something that I'm just beginning, so if you are new to the podcast, you're only two episodes in now on this topic. You can definitely catch up on last week's topic, which was about strategic relevance. And this week, this week we're talking about the phases of success in Google Ads, and it's going to be... I think it's gonna be a critical topic for many people who don't understand what success is in Google Ads and don't understand necessarily that success is not a static thing. It is not something that either you are successful or not successful. It is something that changes based on the phase that you are in for Google Ads. And yes, there are phases. We're gonna go through the phases of Google Ads and what success point looks like for each one of those. So stay tuned. If you're not subscribed, be sure and subscribe because this is an ongoing topic that if you're new to Google ads, it will help you to understand the purpose, the process behind managing Google ads accounts behind getting more out of your Google ads accounts. If you are a long time listener, this is going to help you Gather so much of what I've talked about over the years of Google Ads and put it into a nice, pretty, comfortable package. And at the end of this whole discussion, weeks, months from now, we're going to have a very nice principle of Google Ads layout that I think will establish a wonderful basis for the years to come. So, without further ado, let's let's jump in to the first Point of the podcast, we always do a question from a listener. Today's question comes from Adam. I remember I happened to know Adam, at least digitally. I know Adam, he was part of the Patreon back in the day. So good to hear from Adam again. Always appreciate hearing uh, from longtime listeners, first time questioners. <laughs> Adam says, but before I do that, I I got you. See, I want to tell you about Optio. You didn't know that I had something in in store here, but I do. I want to tell you about one thing that you need to know before we start this podcast is psp is the software that will complete your management process. You don't know what you're missing until you have tried out Optio. Optio is an online software. You sign up at optio.com slash PSP. You get a two-month free trial of this tool, and you'll understand why it is the number one tool for Google Ads managers. I hear about people saying, Chris, thank you so much. This is an amazing tool. So smart. It's helping me understand things. It's helping me to be accountable for things in Google Ads so I don't miss some critical things that just... Fly right past us, you know, we all live very busy lives. We all have very busy jobs We can't necessarily see everything in Google Ads and Optio helps us to get more done in Google Ads and to keep us Accountable for things that we might miss it helps with high-level strategic ideas and very low-level just basic search term qualification Bidding strategies things like that it helps you across the board You're going to love it. You can try it at opteo.com slash PSP. Use the chat in the very bottom of the page to tell them, hey, I heard about it from the PaySearch podcast. Chris told me to come here. Can I have the two-month free trial? And they will hook you up. Adam says, hey, Chris, longtime listener, former Patreon member, and first-time question asker. I run lead gen ads for a few senior communities. In the Western United States, we're constantly getting leads that are looking for low income or government subsidized housing. Okay, so if you don't know what he means by that, basically unqualified traffic. This is a problem. These are people who are not gonna be able to afford whatever this community is selling. Adam goes on to say, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts or other ways to drive quality leads. Or if hearing sales teams complain all the time about quality is just the cost of doing business with lead generation campaigns. Here's what I've tried so far, he says. Offline conversion tracking. He's tried negating out various numbers where people might say housing under $500, under $300. So he's blocked certain dollar amounts that are just out of the question. He's tried different luxury audiences to target those for higher net worth individuals. And he's ex- tried to exclude anyone who's already been entered into the CRM, the system, but was unqualified. All right. So Adam, let's, let's talk about your first question, because your first question was very important. Is this just a normal day in the life of lead generation, you know, hearing the sales team complain? The answer is yes. (sighs) Salespeople are always going to complain about the fact that that lead was not perfect and because they make money by selling to people and if you don't supply them the perfect lead, it's your fault because they wasted their time. And that's understandable. Salespeople have a very tough job trying to pitch a product and get them to buy in and if you don't deliver a qualified lead to that person you're going to hear it and it always goes down the chain down to the marketing person you're going to hear it from the ceo whoever you talk to you're going to hear it from them and say hey i mean we're having problems last week we got you know 100 leads but you know 50 40 of those were just unqualified they just couldn't afford the product the service whatever it it happens what should not be normal is that it should not necessarily be a tremendous amount. It should not be such a problem that it's a waste of everyone's time. That is a major issue. So it doesn't sound like that's really the problem right now. It's It sounds like it's something that you tried to fix. I'm going to assume that it's not just an absolutely saturating problem. But it, it, will, it will be an ongoing problem for everyone because not everyone that submits their information calls a number is going to be able to afford said service or product that's just part of the process so what's a health health what's a healthy balance for something like this well a healthy balance is going to be you know i usually find like maybe 20 percent maybe 30%, 10%. I mean, it's going to kind of range depending on how expensive and exclusive this product is. If If it's a very luxury item, you'll experience much higher numbers of unqualified visitors. So you have to understand that, for example, if you're running a addiction drug and alcohol kind of program and it might be a luxury program where you 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 stay for multiple months weeks at a time and it's a you know all expenses paid kind of detoxing kind of you know very luxurious place in a very beautiful part of the country you'll get a lot of conversions you will not get a lot of successful sales it's understandable but if you are selling just A hospital room to 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 detox in and to change uh, you know change your habits through that and it's very affordable it's designed as more of a facility more of just a a hospital kind of environment it's gonna be much more affordable and therefore a large number of leads may convert at a much higher rate so it depends so you first put into scale how unattainable (laughs) is this for the basis of where everything else is, if the price is very, very high, you cannot just get you cannot consider this as much of a problem as though the you know the, the, the price point might be more mid-tier a mid-tier price point. you know if this is happening for a mid-tier price point, this is a major problem. if it's happening for a very high price point product or service, then that's understandable probably will continue you can't stop it so now adam your question was do I, are there any other ways to fix it and and you really hit on a lot of things there and i i think all those are good ideas offline conversions blocking out certain search terms that dis disqualify the person based on their search itself other things you know using audiences there's one more thing that i think is for for me what i found in the past is not quite as obvious and it is this is a risk if you do this this could be a risk in your google ads account but i'll say many times i have found this to be the major problem that's causing this. And, and and that that is, the mistake that's being made, is this, the majority of traffic is coming in on the core term itself. So, in this example, it is senior living communities. Let's say that a large percentage, I don't, I don't know what the account looks like, but I'm just gonna make up something here. Let's say a large percentage percentage of the traffic it's just senior living senior communities senior communities near me things like that just very to the point plain vanilla not very creative searches that's 80% of the traffic this absolutely can lead to a very high disqualification rate of the leads because there's no variety. You have no opportunity to sort the apples from the oranges here. If everyone's searching senior community, senior living with no qualification, with no additional adjective or action term or anything like that, it's going to be very difficult to know who is who. And and, and the problem is this is usually where most of the traffic lives on google it's not the person's job that's doing the search to qualify their search if you believe that you'll fail at google ads the people who are doing searches are not stopping and thinking well how do i do a search that's gonna best represent my income level and who i am as a person (laughs) no they go tippity tap tippity tap and just search it makes no difference to them. They will click, click, click and spend $400 and they have no idea that they just spent $400 because they clicked on a whole bunch of ads and those ads cost all those advertisers money. It is not their job to qualify their search. It's your job to analyze their search and fix it. So if you're leaning into just core terms like, living communities or senior communities you know senior living things like that try diversifying the kind of traffic that you're getting try finding those other outline areas that might further qualify something beyond just the top of the funnel a person's likely going to be doing multiple searches they're going to be doing searches in geographic area references searches that mention a certain Healthcare that might or might not be accepted. Certain amenities that might or might not be there. They're going to be doing searches beyond just senior living. That's a good place to start. Don't house your entire campaign at the beginning, the very top of the funnel. Sample other areas. And this might be the best way to find a higher conversion success rate. Meaning salespeople are able to close those calls on a more higher percentage than they would otherwise. Thank you, Adam, for the question. If you would like to send in a question, I would be happy to answer it. You can find the com. You can find the email there. Send in a question. I usually reply and let you know if it's going to be answered that week. And uh, I never share private information or anything like that. So you can... Ask away, even if you're, you know, asking about one of your clients or, you know, complaining about your agency that you're working in. <laughs> you, you, you're safe here. I don't. If you want to give me a fake name, you can do that, too. I've had people tell me that. And uh, lately, I've had people tell me, hey, Chris, don't even try and say my name. Your stupid Texas tongue is not even close to saying my, my name. And, yeah, I pre I pre-apologize for those because they will happen okay we are going to get into the phases of success this is foundation of google ads topic number two this is designed to help you better manage your google ads accounts and keep them on track previously we've gone through the strategic relevance topic last week and today we're talking about phases of success before i jump into that please remember check out optio.com that's com slash psp to try their software for two months that's two months for free courtesy of this podcast and it also helps you know if you appreciate this show you can leave a five-star review also you could go check out our sponsor That communicates to them that, hey, keep sponsoring, Chris. Keep giving to this podcast this resource that I enjoy. And by doing that, you can can let them know that it's, it's a good resource for them to keep investing in. All right, phases of success. So let me unpack this a bit. Phases of success references two things. And I'm choosing my titles very critically because I want them to be powerful, understandable principles in Google Ads, not just throw away names. So this name, phases of success, references two things. The first is that there are phases to Google Ads. You don't just turn on Google Ads and run it there is a phase i've talked about this in earlier podcasts i'm going to be very precise in this episode to reach a definitive definition of what these phases are and what the success is so phases of success implies that there are phases in google ads and that there are different success points registered in each one of those phases of google ads so you would then measure the success of your Google ads account based on whatever phase you are in. For example, if a person is running their Google ads account, they've been running it for two weeks, they're very likely in phase one of Google ads, which we'll go through what those are in a minute. And in no way would that person judge the success of their account with someone who's been running their Google ads account for four years and might be very well into phase three. Of Google Ads. Those two success points are very different because they are each working with the problems that they have of that phase. So let's define what success is, what these phases are, and go through them. There are four phases. We'll begin with, no surprise, phase one. Phase one of Google Ads is get. Qualified traffic. Okay, very simple. Get qualified traffic. Let me define that. That is basically traffic that matters to you based on whatever it is that you're selling. This particular phase is where all accounts start, where they begin. All accounts begin in phase one, and most accounts die in phase one. I don't mean that they never get past phase one. I just mean they can go up phase one, phase two, phase three, phase four, and then drop down to phase two, and then draw, on, and then they'll usually die back in phase one. Accounts usually don't die in phase three or four. Most of the time, they're going to die in phase one because they never really achieved full qualified traffic and the campaign never got past that and never got into conversions and ROAS and success and measuring that or anything like that they begin and die in this phase so if you want to know if you're being successful in this phase here are some examples about what success looks like what because this is The most obscure success measurement of all the phases. This is the one that you can't necessarily measure success in any solid metric like there would be in other phases because it's measured on qualification. And qualification is relevant to your company, your business, your goals. I mean, whatever it is you're selling, it's selling—it's—it's something that you have to determine for yourself. So let's, let's define what it looks like. So here's an example. Are the searches relevant to your target audience? Okay. So I'm going to lay out an example about what success would and would not look like. So if the searches are relevant to your target audience... Great. It's easier to define what that does not look like rather than defining what it is looks like. So here's an example of what failure of meeting the success point in phase one looks like. Let's say you're selling aluminum fences. And the searches that you're getting are searches for best fences for pools. This is somewhat related to aluminum fences there absolutely you may want an aluminum fence that goes around your pool that makes a lot of sense but that seems like a leap doesn't it you're pushing aluminum fences on someone who isn't necessarily searching and you probably don't have a page that's like here's why aluminum fences are best for pools you probably didn't set that up i'm gonna imagine let's say it's you know just a normal google ads campaign and that's the traffic. You're getting a lot of stuff like that. That's an example of not meeting a success point for phase one of Google Ads. You're not getting really qualified traffic. It's not a, as much of a measurable success point as others. And so that's why we go through these examples. Because what you should be getting is people that are looking to buy aluminum fences. How much are aluminum fences? Who can install aluminum fences? I need a wholesale aluminum fence supplier. These are the kind of searches that would be more appropriate. More, more to the point, people who want to buy this, and you're not having to convince them, oh, you're getting a pool installed, and you want a fence around it for security? Oh, aluminum fence. What? That's not what I searched for. That, that's irrelevant. That's not qualified. That's not success for phase one. Here's an, another example. Question to ask yourself. Is the traffic ready... For the product or service that you're selling. Example. Recently working on an account. And I was. Blown away to see. A. Person who. Provides. Epoxy. Garage floor. Services. Where they. They coat and paint. With this. You know. Really cool textures. On top of. Garage floors. And the number one search they were getting. Was just. Epoxy floor paint. Or paint for. Garage floor. Or floor epoxy paint epoxy floor paint i mean it's just it was the same kind of thing and guess what these services were looking for they're looking for a product they're not looking for a service so this traffic is not ready for the service that this person was providing it's highly unqualified these people are looking to buy something at the store down the street order something online watch a YouTube video because these people are likely planning on doing it themselves. They're not looking for a professional. And if you're trying to sell this service and you're not specifically building something that's trying to reach out to people who are DIYers and trying to pitch them your highly expensive service, which is probably a bad idea, then you're doing it wrong. You did not get success point covered for get qualified traffic. So I hope that's clear. I hope You understand now, phase one is about get qualified traffic. Get the traffic that matches the intent of what it is that you are selling. Moving on now to phase two. Phase two, convert qualified traffic. This stage is where many accounts reach stalemate. This does not often lead to someone achieving phase 3 and 4. There's not an automatic upgrade from phase 2 to phase 3 and phase 4. Convert qualified traffic can happen in levels. It happens in degrees. And a good example as always is to to give you some some facts about, you know, what this looks like in real world. So for an example, for someone who has reached phase 2, and has reached a stalemate and never is going to achieve phase 3 is someone that's been writing writing r i d i n g writing at a constant 0.3% conversion rate now i understand conversion rates are very relative to you know your whatever you're selling doing but that's a pretty low conversion rate and if you've been running That conversion rate for months, years, this is highly concerning. You have likely reached a stalemate. This is a quote-unquote success of phase two. You have converted some qualified traffic, but you are not moving forward. Success of phase two looks like the conversions increasing. The degree should be increasing. Now, it always goes up. There's always hills hills and valleys. It always goes up and down. But it should be a progressive movement of learning, fixing, testing, learning, fixing, test, testing. This is a cycle. This is one part that is absolutely cycle because you need to cycle up, get that thing going, and then eventually on one cycle, boom, you'll hit phase three. So you need to convert more and more of your traffic and get a higher percentage. And if you reach a stalemate, where many accounts do, they stall out at this point. They get a a few conversions a month and they never really reach phase three. Now, that can be totally acceptable. I'll say this. There's no reason why you have to go to phase three because many accounts cannot really properly measure in the degree that we'll talk about for phase three but many accounts reach this stalemate and it's a good it's a good place to be you're getting some conversions but if you want to move to phase three it must be a progressive movement so the success of phase two is conversions that continue to increase and improve now you are reaching phase three when you have progressively improved your conversion rate and achieve and maintain your KPIs. When you achieve your KPI, which stands for Key Performance Indicator, I'm using that generic term just because it might be return on ad spend, it might be cost per conversion, it might be a lot of different terms, so I'm just going to use KPIs, whatever your key performance indicator is that says, I'm now making money. I'm now selling enough widgets that it's paying for my advertising and making me money on top of it. Once you reach that in it and maintain it, now you are in phase three. This particular stage must be accompanied by correct conversion tracking. No person is going to have true stage three Google Ads management unless they have accurate numbers of how many conversions, phone calls, signups, sales are happening on their account. So success looks like this. You establish an acceptable KPI threshold, an acceptable sales threshold, acceptable conversion volume number, and aim to hold those metrics for a period of time. I say period of time because I am not going to tell you how long that is because that is entirely up to you, but it should be able to be maintained. Sometimes that's seasonal, sometimes that's, you know, for months, years. But once you can maintain that and you feel that it's predictable, steady, you are now solidly in phase three. Additionally, this very well may be the final stage of your account. Many accounts do not venture into stage four, or phase four. Phase four of Google Ads, we'll talk about, but it is not absolutely necessary that you move from a steady, profitable conversion KPI metric into phase four, but you might want to. So let's talk about phase 4 phase 4 is just growth scaling increase of volume while still maintaining the threshold of the KPI you determined in phase 3 so phase 3 you've established that KPI now let's say it's let's say you're running a lead generation campaign and your your KPI is i want to maintain cost per conversion. And you've done that for seven months, and now you're ready. You really want to try and scale it out. It's working pretty well. You're happy, but you want to scale it and go further. You want to grow. First thing you should know is this stage is the most volatile of all stages because success on this (laughs) brings risk. Success on this means that you're bringing in new factors you must test you must experiment to be successful in the phase four growth cycle and just the definition of testing and experimenting means there's risk involved and therefore it is volatile this is not a stage you stay in forever this is a stage you sample and come back to stage three all right, I keep saying stage is technically, I like f- f- a phase, so phases of Google ads, but stage, phase, whatever. So this is a very volatile system. And, and what this looks like, if you want to be in this very difficult stage, you must test and experiment. And what's that look like? That means you try other strategies in Google ads that get into levels of the search funnel that you had not previously sampled ways to reach people that uh, had not previously considered your service, your product, and trying to engage with them. Taking segments of your market that you've done well in and trying to really hammer into those markets by using certain tactics in Google Ads. This usually involves multiple campaigns, you know, other campaigns beyond just your main campaign. Testing, using experiments in Google Ads trying different bidding strategies. There's a lot that goes on here. And as I said, it is the most volatile. It's the, it's the scariest one because you could do something here and boom, 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 knock yourself self back down to phase two where you're just trying to get qualified, convert that qualified traffic again. You might go to the point that you're so not doing well enough that now you're no longer meeting those KPIs. You're no longer phase three. Now you're back into phase two. So it is a bit of a roller coaster. No Google ads account will maintain its phase forever. It goes up and down. Many people only stay in stage one or stage two. But now that you know, now that you know principle number two of Google ads, hopefully you can get more out of your Google ads than you have before and you can maintain success and understand and ask yourself, what phase am I in and Am I being successful in that phase that I'm currently in? Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast and being a part of this exploration of the principles of Google ads. If you would like to engage with me for your Google ads management, consulting, personalized coaching, you can reach me at com. The link is in the description of wherever you're listening or watching. Thank you so much. If not, Leave a positive review for me. I really appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for keeping me a part of your journey. And I hope to raise the level of the PPC world one week at a time. Until then.